0: Hi Kirby. Hi Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. That's cute. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: Can you walk me through the Bridgerton name process? Because I see it on TikTok all the time, but I have never done it for myself. So let's do this.
0: Okay, I was really excited because I spent a lot of time making Ollie a TikTok for his Bridgerton name. I saw this. It was very good. So now it's like I memorized it. Lord or lady? Lady. Then it's your middle name. Okay. Then it is the last thing you drank plus ton. Okay, hold on, hold on. So Ollie's is Lord James Waterton. Precious. Okay. Then of, and then your street name, and you add Shire to the end. Okay, okay. So mine would be Lady Jessica Waterton of... Prairie Shire. Okay, okay, okay. This isn't a cross street
1: for anyone who is like looking to find out where I live. This is just a general area near me.
0: Perfect. Great, great.
1: Lady Allison Iced Coffee Tin of Melrose Shire. <laughs> <laughs> Ice
0: coffee tin iced of, Coffee Tin of, of Melrose Shire. Iced Coffee
1: Tin of Melrose Shire.
0: That's a really good, what's, what's Quinn's? <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay.
1: Quinny is Lady... Sakura baby Groot Waterton of Wagmoreshire.
0: <laughs> oh, that's really cute. Wagmoreshire. Wagmore is oh. where we adopted
1: her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's really good. You have to make her a TikTok. I need to see it.
1: Wow. Ollie and Quinny are both Watertons.
0: I know. Well, so am I. And you're just an iced coffee
1: tin. Iced coffee tin. Iced coffee tin. <laughs> it's always
0: funny. It's never not funny. No, no, it's great. I love that. Thank you for indulging me.
1: You're welcome. Speaking of my lady Sakura Baby Groot Waterton of Wagmoreshire, she had her first hotel experience on Thursday night. We took her to the hotel and she did so good. She did really well. She was very alert the whole night because I think she was like, I don't know what's going on here. Little noises. Exactly what's going on. But she was good. And we were having a staycation. I was having a staycation. Sarah was also having a staycation at the Mondrian because Guy Tang was in town. Well, he lives here, but Guy Tang is a hairstylist, very, very popular, very viral on YouTube, Instagram. Basically, when rose gold hair started becoming crazy popular. He's the one that made that trend happen.
0: Yes. And he's like one of the first hairstylists that was making tutorials for YouTube and specifically teaching people how to change Asian hair to platinum blonde. Yes. There was that huge era, right. In like the, what, like 2015 era, maybe even earlier. And he was like the one who led that movement.
1: Totally. So he has a brand called MyDentity. It's owned by Henkel. Henkel is like the hair brand. They have Joyco, Provana.
0: Big, sexy hair.
1: Big, sexy hair. Yes. Like so many tried and true hair brands. MyDentity is one of them. I think they launched five years ago and they have an array of different products. We went to the Henkel offices. They just so happened to be in the same building as TikTok. I was like, ooh, TikTok, should I try to break in over there? But we were learning about his color depositing conditioners. So if you color your hair a bright shade of red or pink or even rose gold, and you want to maintain that color in between salon visits, he has this color depositing conditioner. So we went, We learned about the different styles. He styled all these wigs in different ways, whether it was brunette or platinum blonde. And then we all got to style our own wigs using
0: the color depositing conditioner. So fun. It was so fun. I felt like we were all in beauty school. There was something very relaxing about massaging the conditioner I did the rose gold. I added some silver, massaged it into the ends of this platinum blonde bob. And then Kirby was doing like these thick money pieces, like pink and purple at the very front. Our LA beauty editor crew was there, Steph Montez and Marie Lodi. And then a bunch of amazing New York editors who we had never met in person. Yeah. People we had worked with, but haven't ever met before. Yeah. And Guy Tang is just like such a fun vibrant personality. Like Kirby said, he's been in the industry for so long, knows what he's talking about, makes incredible products, but just like such a joy to be around. Yes, He did Kirby and my hair in the hotel room and just like the stories he was sharing. And like, he's just like so fun to be around.
1: Sarah and I's hair looks so good. So we good. loved it. And then that night there was aura readings and we went to a, a beautiful dinner at the Brightly or the Pendry rather. The Pendry, yeah, yeah. And it was all just freaking delicious. It was a very quick trip, at least for the L.A. crew.
0: But, you know, it was local, so it was not a big deal. It was such a treat because I feel like, I don't know, there aren't very many staycations like in LA proper. And also I haven't stayed on Sunset or like at the Mondrian and maybe ever. And it was just so nice to get like that view of LA. And so Kirby brought Quinny and I brought my niece and her best friend who uh, she celebrated her 16th birthday. So it was her sweet 16 and they were having just the best, best time.
1: Did they think that you were like... The kick-ass aunt of the year.
0: I mean, they're very cool. So they didn't say that, (laughs) but I'm hoping that they felt that. But yeah, and then I took them to the Too Faced pop-up on Friday, which was super cute, and saw Elise Renault, who's an incredibly talented makeup artistic director that works for Too Faced, has worked there forever. It was so good to see her. She really wants to see you. So if you're available to pop by next week, she's there. Oh, she's going to be there next week? Okay. And she's like, I need to see Quinn. I need to meet Quinn. (laughs) And then I took the girls to Face House, which I admittedly have never gotten a facial at Face House Mm -hmm. before. And they were incredible. The team was incredible. I was watching the esthetician go in on Katie, my niece, um, because she has like a little bit of like the breakouts at the top, you know, 16. It was her first facial. She went in on those extractions and she had a lot of great like advice for Katie. So it was so fun. And then we went to Melrose and I was just watching them shop for like, things that we used to shop for Kirby, like trucker hats and cargo pants. Trucker hats? Trucker hats. No, late girls, no.
1: I'm putting I my know. foot down. I really wanted to spend some time with Katie. What was her friend's name? MJ. MJ. Katie and MJ. I wanted to be like, let's have a meeting of the minds. Tell me
0: right now what is cool, what is not cool. I was talking to them about like how they use the different apps and platforms. Like Snapchat is number one for communicating with their friends. I do not understand. And it's like very important for them. Like, you know how, I don't know if you remember when you used to use Snapchat, there was like a streak. It would track like who you communicated with the most. The streaks have to be kept up. Yep. So that list is very important. Katie was like, MJ, you like never reply to me. So you're not on the number one spot. And they like it because unlike Instagram, when you screenshot a conversation, it tells you. And on Instagram, they don't tell you. So with Snapchat, it's like more secretive. Like, so if you're talking shit on someone, they know.
1: The thing is, is that Instagram needs to implement that. The vanish mode is so confusing. Vanish mode is effing confusing as hell. And they need to remove the scene option. You know, when oh, it's like yeah. somebody has seen something. I'm like, there. that only problems come from that. Yes, it's only problematic. Just remove it. If there's a secret sauce to getting out of that mode, please tell me. Because sometimes like I'll get messages or DMs from people or brands
0: and it's like, I see it, but I don't have time to respond or whatever. Or I don't want to respond. Or you're like looking through your Instagram and someone DMs you and it accidentally takes you to that message and you're like, I didn't want to read that. And now I'm not going to remember. Or I didn't want to look at it because I didn't want to respond to it because it was like a, you know, annoying pitch. Personal. Yeah. Or annoying or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or spam or something. Yeah. So Instagram, they still use to sort of document, you know, photos and their carousels, which inevitably they will archive later. Yeah. They archive everything. I love to archive. And then Katie mentioned this one, it was called discord. I think it was called. Yeah. She's like a gamer. And so that's one that, that she uses a lot too. I've heard a lot
1: about Discord. Patrick is very involved in that world too, because I think a lot of the fan bases that he kind of helps oversee over at Spotify Live, like they use Discord to like keep in connection with everybody.
0: So. Oh, and then TikTok, of course, they're not going to Instagram to look at for trends or, you know, discover things. It's, It's TikTok.
1: I think it's smart to archive your Instagram. I think it's actually brilliant because then like when inevitably something changes in 10 years or whatever, they're not going to have to look back and be like, oh, wow, I called Kim Kardashian fat.
0: Oh, geez. Did you see Tinks's
1: apology? I did see Tinks's apology. And I agree that I think that insecure people make comments like that. So I'm glad that she has moved forward and is obviously like living her best life. I do have some concerns about stuff that wasn't from 10 years ago.
0: Yeah. You know, immediately I clicked on comments and I was like, what are people saying? And the people were like, what about the tweets from two years ago? What about the COVID denying stuff? Which is, yeah. I mean, she's going to have to address that for sure. But I have gone through my old tweets from 10 years ago. I was very boring. (laughs) I wasn't saying anything mean. I was just, I think we talked about this. The worst thing I said was like, just stuff about LeBron. Yeah, you like hated LeBron. I'm like, what in the world? Because (laughs) I hated LeBron. And now, and look at me, now, I'm a changed woman to prove that, you know, a lot can happen in a decade, but totally archive those photos. Archive. I should, I need to go through my Instagram and archive. I would like be trying different filters. So I would upload the same photo with a different filter because I like didn't know how to preview it before. Wow. The times have changed.
1: The filters on Instagram, jail time. We should never have been allowed to use those.
0: I know. Does anyone still use them? Some. It's very telling of the age. Yes. (laughs) Those filters
1: deserve jail time. I'm sorry. Like,
0: what were they called? You can still use them. You can, but like, why would you? Clarendon, Gingham, Moon, Lark. Gingham. What was your favorite? I loved a Valencia, loved a Valencia, Sierra. Oh, Sierra.
1: What did I always use? I think I was a big Juno girl and
0: Valencia. It was fucking Valencia. Oh, you like that? That saturation. It was Valencia for everyone. It was cool. It was because it was kind of vintage, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes if I was feeling artsy, Nashville. Thank God we're done with that you guys it's it's not cool to filter anymore ask the youth the youth are like I just honestly would hate for a youth to go through my
1: Instagram I would hate it I would absolutely hate it because let me go to my Instagram right now they're probably like this girl tries too hard I think the youths actually think
0: influencers are lame oh they do I mean I think that if we could have sat down with Katie and MJ for a little bit longer we would have learned that yeah you know surprisingly, I mean, maybe unsurprisingly, they love watching YouTube. And when we went to Face House, they were like, oh, I remember watching the BuzzFeed video of the girls coming here and trying it. Oh, they love like the like, you know, those old BuzzFeed videos and then like watching people eat stuff, try different foods on BuzzFeed. Like they're like BuzzFeed, man. BuzzFeed really uh, I know an untapped resource over here. I know. But so YouTube is still very much a thing.
1: Okay, great. The more, you know.
0: The more you know. Okay, we have a few or a couple news pieces to talk about today. I really enjoyed this. (laughs) Like the news or like... Uh, The campaign. Okay, let me jump into it. So Olivia Rodrigo is Glossier's first celebrity ambassador, which is crazy that she is the first. It is crazy, but I think that Glossier is... like the people's brand, not the celebrities brand.
1: Yes. And I think that they've pivoted a lot over the past year. And I think like, they're like, okay, we need to figure out what's next for us. You know what I mean? Sure. It made a lot of sense. I think it made a lot of sense. She obviously did like a paid partnership with them in a Vogue video at one point. I love the campaign. I think this is really cute. Like she's legit perfect for it.
0: I'm going through like all of these images
1: like the you look good thing and the video.
0: I mean, I know like you look good is the slogan for Glossier, but there was a quote where she said, if I could send a note to the Glossier community, I'd say you look good exactly as you are. So then like, do you not, Do you, I mean, it's sweet, but that's was like, do you not need the stuff?
1: Oh, Glossier. Well, is, isn't that like, you have mentioned this before, like Glossier is not meant for us.
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not meant for me.
1: Did you watch the Abercrombie doc yet? No, but I need to. It is so good. Every single thing that they touched on, especially at the beginning, all of the feels, just that feeling of, of walking into an Abercrombie where you can't see shit because it's A, so dark and B, you can't even like look in to see what's in there because they had shutters on the main windows, which was unheard of at that time. Yep. Yep window shopping was a thing. But instead of being like, here's what we have to offer, they're like, no, you have to drag your ass in here if you want to be an Abercrombie
0: and Fitch girl. And it was just dark, dark blue walls, which like before Bobby Burke made it a thing on Queer Eye, it's like the standard color. Totally smelled like they just doused everybody in
1: Abercrombie
0: woods, just like giving you a headache. Oh my God, I couldn't, yeah. I mean, I wanted to go in there, but I did not feel cool enough for sure. And it was too expensive. The sizing. The sizing was whack. It was so whack. And then obviously like no one looks like me. <laughs> also like, I must have blacked out the racist Asian shirts.
1: Okay, so they covered this. Like most of the documentary is about this because there was like a huge lawsuit that was brought upon- All the lawsuits, they never admitted fault. They never admitted that they like purposely put like people of color in the back stock rooms while like everybody that was white was up front or like didn't book people because they were black or Asian or whatever, had them like cleaning windows and shit during the night shift, just like crazy stuff.
0: Really effed us. Yeah.
1: But there was a shirt and it was, I remember the shirt and I didn't realize it was problematic at the time, which I don't think a lot of people maybe did. But it was the Buddha Bash shirt, the one Mm. with the little Buddha. And it was like Buddha Bash. I think the one that like kind of got people really pissed off was the, it was like a dry cleaning service.
0: Yeah. And it was like
1: two wongs don't make a white. Yeah. Yeah. And I never saw that shirt, but I'm like, how did this get, you learn how it got approved. But like, you are just like, I cannot believe the shit that they put on these shirts.
0: And like- Why? Like, I know that back when we were in middle school, when Abercrombie was really popular, like Chinese characters were really popular. You know, girls were wearing chopsticks in their hair. Yeah, yeah. I understand. But like, I don't remember (laughs) these shirts and I'm not sure like why anyone would think that these would make the t-shirts?
1: I have no idea. The documentary is extremely well done. So I highly recommend everybody watch it. But there's a part of the documentary where it talks about how, like, they were in the business of exclusivity. Yeah. And how people wanted to be a part of it. Like a lot of the minorities that were speaking were like, they wanted to fit in, but their parents were like, why would you want to work here? Like, nobody yeah. here looks like you. Like, this is not for you. And yeah. they're like, I just want to be cool. I want to fit in. I want to be a part of the, like, the hot guy, hot girl group, whatever. And one thing that was said was, you know, they talk a lot about the exclusivity of it all and how making people feel like they didn't fit in was like a part of their marketing strategy. Now it's completely changed. Like the CEO had to step down. And then a female CEO stepped in. And like their whole thing now is like inclusivity, body positivity.
0: Well, you have to.
1: Well, yeah, but I will say I feel like they have turned over a leaf in a sense. Yeah, because I love Abercrombie denim. Like, I used to only buy like designer denim and now it's like, why buy designer denim when I could get a $75 pair of jeans that fits me better than
0: anything else out there? I have to say, I feel like a few years ago, I started shopping at uh, Abercrombie again because they had like hired new designers. It was basically like similar to, you know, some of the dresses or like prairie tops that you could get at Reformation for third of the price, you know? I haven't tried any of their new denim, but I know that everyone loves it. I love it. And
1: I think that for me, bringing it back to Glossier, I think that everybody wanted to be a Glossier girl when they first launched. Like you wanted to have the pink bubble wrap bag and you wanted to be able to wear boy brow and stuff. But there was very much a vision of like who the Glossier girl was. And I 100% never felt like I was a Glossier girl.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, same, which is why I
1: say it all the time. (laughs) I don't feel like a baby angel cherub that can just throw on boy brow and be like, I'm beautiful. Like, yeah, I need some help. So for me, I don't feel like I fit into that. Yeah. And I really don't think that Emily Weiss meant for Glossier to be exclusionary at all. I think that she just wanted to change like how people thought of beauty. And because, you know, it was like all of that matte makeup and like very heavy makeup, you know? When they entered, they were presenting a completely different type. This no makeup, makeup look. Totally. And granted, like the very heavy makeup didn't work for me, but also like the very light, I'm a literal child makeup (laughs) didn't work for me either. Yeah. So I think like maybe that, kind of contributed to, like, why people are like, what the hell's going on with Glossier? Because then, we talked about this too, they brought in Glossier Play, which was their experimentation with makeup, which failed miserably because nobody was going to Glossier to, like, put glitter on their faces.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the products were not that great. They They were not
1: great at all. So, all that to say, I feel like bringing in Olivia Rodrigo, obviously... Brings in her entire fan base and she's on tour right now. I would die to go to the Olivia Rodrigo Sour tour. Like, I looked at tickets, they're so expensive. I'm like, I can't justify this in any sense of the word. Oh my God, maybe,
0: maybe Glossier will invite us.
1: <laughs> yeah, after we've done this dissertation about why they've excluded us for the past however many years. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. sounds like it's about to happen. Yeah. But I think that they're opening it up. To a legion of her fans who are like literally from people that like love makeup to people that like have never worn makeup in their life. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Wow. That was a very good dissertation, Kirby. Thank you. I am curious to see how this affects sales in any way or just the relevancy of Glossier since, you know, for the last year, people have been talking about its slow, you know, downfall. But, you know, I think people are still excited about the brand, despite what the beauty industry insiders have to say. MJ and Katie went to Glossier, took some pictures next to the big blush paint. What do they call it? Cloud paint. Cloud paint. I love cloud paint. People are still excited about it. I love the cloud paint, too.
1: Cloud paint's good. I think, too, one thing they mentioned in this Abercrombie doc, it's called White Hot. And someone in that doc is like, you never want to be white hot because all you can go from there is like down Yeah. And I think that's kind of what happened with Glossier. But one thing I do believe in when it comes to Glossier as a brand is, I feel like they're willing to kind of experiment with things in a way that a lot of other brands are not willing to. For instance, doing all that retail stuff, like I wouldn't necessarily think that was a
0: smart business move. But like Melrose is popping at all times. And at the time, they were the ones who were leading the charge in like the pop-up experience. No one else was doing it.
1: Totally. And I also think that the way that they get their product into the hands of notable people, for instance, like I remember one year during, I think it was the Emmys, they had like a a Jeep that
0: mm-hmm. they were
1: just driving to like every set every luncheon, every whatever, Mm -hmm. giving celebrity makeup artists Glossier or like getting it into the hands of like people on set. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a really great organic way to get your brand talked about, especially when it comes to like award season. And then of course, they paid Sir John to use all Glossier and a new Glossier product on Beyonce. I cannot remember what the product was for the life of me. But that one year, he was the one that essentially launched that product.
0: Yes. What was it? What was it? Was it their highlighting sticks? Maybe. I cannot remember for the life of me.
1: But I do think that Glossier does like to think outside of the box. And even though they have, you know, come up on troubled times, I am looking forward to seeing how they evolve and what like the next 10 years of Glossier looks like.
0: I agree. And I think a lot of that too has to do with the fact that like the team has always been younger. You know, yeah. I mean not younger, but like our age millennials. So it's not like they're an older generation trying to speak to a younger generation, which never works out successfully works. No. <laughs> um but yeah, I agree. I agree, Kirby. I'm excited to see how this plays out and if they invite us to the show. <laughs>
1: We've got some Pat McGrath Labs news, and Mother is breaking into skincare. She is launching Divine Skin 001, The Essence. Naomi Campbell, none other, is the face of it. And it was photographed by legendary Stephen Mizell. And this is what we know so far. We know that it's an essence, so it's you know, after cleansing your face, the first thing you put on the skin. And it says this transformative bi phase formula does double duty to nourish and replenish moisture, then fortifies and protects the skin barrier. The result luminous, glowing skin. And you can sign up for VIP access at patmcgrath.com. I am not seeing a launch date. I'm yeah, not seeing know. a launch date, um, but people are pretty psyched about it. Oh, it says more information on Instagram. It looks like a milky essence. It looks like a milky essence. It's white. It says formulated in Korea for all skin types. Okay, which is like very much like a
0: Korean milky toner essence.
1: Yep. It's proprietary blend of botanical oils that help nourish skin, keeping it firm and supple, contains powerful antioxidants that help protect against skin stressors. I'm really looking forward to trying this product. And Namvo got it. And she was posting about it on her oh. IG. Yeah, it says, it's been so hard for me to keep this a secret. Mother Pat McGrath real got to do the moist together, introducing
0: Divine Rose Essence. Oh, oh, let's watch this video. Okay, yes, it did look very milky. She's patting it and massaging it into the model's face, who's like her skin is poreless already. Yep. She's massaging it into the cheekbones. It gives this nice dewy finish. I am excited to try this on my face.
1: Um, It says it's free of silicone, paraben, sulfate, gluten, mineral oil, petrolatum, and phthalates if you care about that. And she said... This is what Pat said. Beautiful glowing skin has always been a part of my work ever since I started doing thousands of shows, shoots, red carpets, and music videos, and more back in the 90s. After many years of experimentation, I'm thrilled to introduce the perfect formula. And let's see. Yeah. So there's no update on when this is launching or a price point, but we will be sure to let you know when we can.
0: Can't wait. Kirby, I just quickly wanted to bring up One of the stories that we launched as part of our Earth Month package this past week at Refinery.
1: Everybody should go and read every story in the Earth Month package. They're all great.
0: Thank you, Kirby. I'm just like, I'm not on Facebook that much and I don't partake in any of the groups. However, I got a pitch from a freelancer. Her name's Meredith Starkman, incredible writer. And she was like, I want to write about how I decided I did not want to purchase any new clothes or any new beauty products. And I joined my local buy nothing, sell nothing Facebook group. And I have received over $3,000 worth of free beauty products. And in addition to that, have been able to get rid of stuff um, that she did not work for her and also have like formed this like close friendship with people in her community. And I was just like, yes, absolutely. I'm going to link the the story so that you guys can read it. But I was like, this is perfect for us, Kirby, because we have so many beauty products to share. Of course, like we would not tell these people where we lived, (laughs) but like there would probably be so many people on the receiving end of this.
1: Buy nothing. Facebook groups are legit and intense, I'm in one, and you have to sign up for the one in your specific community, like they will make sure that you are a part of like a certain zip code. And if they find out that you are like from another zip code trying to infiltrate or like, you know, give things away to people like because they want it to stay within your own community, Mm -hmm. like they don't want you to have to travel that far, like you'll get removed. So it's really interesting to be a part of those groups and see what people are giving away. Have you participated? I haven't participated because honestly, I do get a little freaked out, but I kind of want to start giving away things like and maybe not give away things because I have like lamps that I need to get rid of that. It's like someone needs to take this or it's going to have to go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't want it to be trash. And I also feel like for beauty, it would be such a smart thing to do.
0: So Meredith was talking about how, you know, sometimes you swatch a product and it doesn't work for your skin tone or you try something and it doesn't agree with your skin, but you don't want to just completely dispose of it because it's such a waste. Um, She was talking about, you know, certain things that they'll do. So for example, if it's a lipstick that they didn't like, you know, they'll cut off the top and like, you know, use an alcohol wipe and then, um, you know, give it to someone who wants it. Just like, sanitize everything obviously and I was like that is really smart because I do have that problem where it's like I could give it to my sisters or my mom because they might not care about my germs." but when it comes to certain things I'm like I can't donate this because there are obviously strict hygienic rules when it comes to donations so I'm excited I have never joined my buy nothing group so I'm going to do it if you this is crazy
1: so I'm in my buy nothing group right now there a post as recent as five minutes ago. Peppa Pig book. No. Okay. Soda stream. It works. The cartridge is almost empty and I don't use it enough to get a new one. Canon AE one telephoto lens, film camera, not digital. And it works. Ooh, this is, this would be great for a photographer. Like there's 12 comments. People are like, I'm interested. A ridiculous amount of CDs. No, like just pages and pages of CDs. People are like cracking up. They're like, what? How do folks feel about makeup here? Interesting. Okay, okay. Oh, oh. what's it say? What's it say? How do folks feel about makeup here? I have a whole lot of it that's basically brand new and can be sanitized. Just I'm not going to use it, so would love it to go to a better home. Lot contains blush, eyeshadows, lipsticks, some brushes, all good brands like Tarte, Urban Decay, Benefit, and will come with a makeup or organizer from Ikea.
0: This sounds like a influencer and or beauty writer.
1: <laughs> yes, and people are saying... I'm interested, especially in the compacts and lipsticks. Love would love all of it. Would love to be inter- like interested into the
0: raffle. There's a raffle. Wow.
1: Seems like a fair few are interested. We'll leave this up for a day and let people chime in and we'll pick someone at random at 2 p.m. on Monday. And I'm looking at this. There's like a Mickey Mouse. I think it looks like Besame Cosmetics. There's like a mini Urban Decay palette, Too tart cheeks. This is crazy. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay.
0: Well, yeah. So I guess the, the only thing is like when you use Facebook, you have to use like your profile. It's not like you can be anonymous. Yeah. But, but that's like when it gets kind of like, right.
1: Ooh, ooh. This woman is an assistant producer at Walt Disney Imagineering.
0: Wow. Well, you got to make that connection. Need to start networking.
1: <laughs> I if you don't know, which Sarah, I w- I would just do it. I have a fake alias on on Facebook and I my image is not my face. It is of a it's of a fake character.
0: <laughs> like a cartoon?
1: Not a cartoon, but something close. I guarantee you like half of the people that I am friends with on Facebook don't even realize
0: Oh my God, you're right. I'm like so dumb that I haven't thought about that because obviously so many people create fake Facebook profiles. Yes, I mean, you can do it
1: just for that. But I just was like, listen, I don't get on Instagram. I mean, it's part of me on Facebook enough. And I have my public Facebook page, which is like, you know, obviously me for my work. But like for all of the private stuff, like I barely even post on Facebook anymore. But I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna limit as much information as humanly possible did you get it (laughs) did you get it so that's me i like look like one of those trolls basically on facebook now
0: that's good that's good love that all right well everyone read the story and let us know if you have any experience in your local buy nothing group or if you participate and maybe share like what you've received Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts
1: and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to
0: support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelispod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts, I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson,
1: K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group.